Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am your host, Francesca Amber, who, I don't know why there's a pause in my name then, um, who is having a lovely week, a lovely, lovely week. I don't know if you remember in my podcast a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about making um, real sort of arbitrary goals, especially financial goals. You either hit them or you don't, you know. It's not a have I, it's a real number. Um, and buying yourself a very highly symbolic token when you reach those goals in order to celebrate and to welcome in more. And I did that today. I ordered a second wealth bangle. That's what I call them. I call them a wealth bangle. Um, 
And I actually had it engraved with my goal as well, which just felt very, very symbolic to me. And I'm fucking here for it, to be honest with you. Anyway, today, before we started, I just wanted to talk about something that I've been wanting to talk about for a really long time since this has all come out in the news. Um, but it's such a difficult thing to speak about. And I think that's why more than ever we kind of all should. So you know that with the book club every month I do a donation in the name of all the book club bitches. So this month I donated £200 to abortionfunds.org, which is a charity in America that helps people access abortions that really, really need it. Um, there's also another great charity called keepourclinics.org that is a great one for helping independent clinics. And another thing that you can do, which is kind of what I'm doing now, is you can hashtag on Instagram or wherever, whatever the reason. And this is like the official kind of supportive hashtag for this kind of whole pro-choice movement. Um, I think it's very difficult to speak about, but I did a podcast episode with my friends the other week, um, my podcast and chill, which is all about stuff that's on Netflix. And we watched Reversing Row, which is a documentary that wildly came out in 2018. This came out several years ago and it was all about the decision to reverse, um, to reverse the row. Vi- oh, um, right, I'm back. Sorry. To you, it won't seem any different, but there's actually been a three hour time difference. Um, my dick appointment turned up. <laughs> Anyone that's in my book club will know all about my regular dick appointment. It's something I manifested during June. Um, it is what it is. I'm going to be real with you. I am now three to four hours later, a bottle of rose wine deep, and I have never recorded my podcast under the influence but look it's Thursday night this shit needs to go out by 1am Friday and I don't know what the fuck the time is right now but I need to get this shit out so bear with me I hope it's all okay um I think maybe I need to record this and edit it and but not actually post it till the morning and double check it because I don't trust myself anyway um Yes, as I was saying before, three hours ago, um, I was doing a podcast with um, Anne Chill, which is my friends John and Kay, and we were doing the documentary on Netflix, Reversing Row, which is insane that this came out in 2018, y'all, 2018. So this shit has been in progress, like the wheels have publicly been in motion for years, and we just haven't been aware of it like we haven't been aware of it and let's be honest there is a war against women right now there is a war on women and something I was saying in the podcast which I feel like I want to share here as well because this podcast obviously has a much greater reach the majority of my listeners are women and I do feel some sort of sense of not responsibility but I feel like I should share my truth and something that's come about since this whole Roe versus Wade is people are like, what if you were raped by your fucking uncle? What if your baby was going to be born with no heart and no eyes and no legs? And these are really extreme examples of why women might need an abortion. And it might make the rest of us feel a certain way that have accessed abortion services without these really extreme um, 
circumstances. So I am one of the millions of girls that have through extreme periods of time of trial and error realised that birth control it ain't working for us you know if I take one certain type of pill it gives me extreme migraines which make me unable to work unable to function unable to care for children it makes me physically physically ill and actually the side effect of migraines the reason they don't like you taking the pill if you get migraines is because it is an indication of blood clotting which is a major risk factor with birth control if I take the other type of birth control which I tried, I get severe anxiety and depression. And this took several months. And thank God my ex-husband actually recognised it. And he googled the pill that I was on and was like, yo, women that are taking this are literally killing themselves and their babies. So I need you to stop taking this ASAP. And thank God he did, because when you're in the midst of it, you can't see clearly and you can't see what is causing the root of your illness. And so these reasons are like much less dramatic and much less like newsworthy than being raped by a family member or, you know, your baby having some incurable disease. But they're very real things that women experience every single day. Um, Also, something that I've recently learned at the age of 37 is that because I have a malabsorption issue with my digestive system, the morning after pill has much less efficiency than regular people. And I have accessed abortion um, services more than once in my life. I think I've said that already. And I didn't realise until literally a couple of weeks ago that a pharmacist said to me, oh, you do realise, because I said, oh, yeah, I've got Crohn's disease. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you do realise that you're the efficiency is much less. It's like 60%. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No one's ever told me that before. And I thought I was a fucking freak that this shit did not work. It's a fucking journey, guys. It is a journey. And it can sometimes take years to realise why things are not working for you. Birth control is a fucking whole issue by itself. If people want to resolve the issue of abortion, which obviously nobody wants, nobody wants that, nobody would choose that, we need to start giving vasectomies to all men, reversible vasectomies at age 16 or 18. And that shit only gets reversed when they are ready to have children. Birth control in women increases blood pressure, it increases the likelihood of blood clots, it increases the likelihood of breast cancer and cervical cancer. And those chances only reduce to normal after 10 years of stopping the pill. It also raises the risk of your heart attack after 35. So it just seems so obvious to me, like women are being dealt a rough card all around. And I feel like that's a common denominator in my podcast is like, I'm trying to fucking biohack motherhood and working and motherhood and working together and trying to manifest our goals. Because women are dealt a rough card and we are told that we have to achieve it all and we have to do it all. And we're a failure if we don't. And on top of that, we have to deal with this fucking birth control issue which fucks up our lives and fucks up our bodies and now we're being denied the access to abortions and if you have watched 
um, Reversing Row on Netflix. I'd highly advise you do. It's an incredible documentary. There's a really brave lady on there that says, you know, she spoke to a doctor in the 70s and he, this is when it was like still illegal, right? And he said, I need you to answer me two things and I need you to agree with me two things. The first thing is that you will not tell anybody my name because obviously performing abortions back then was illegal as it is now in several states. And the second thing is that you will go on and live your life and do what you want with your life. And that really spoke to me because I got pregnant very, very early on in my 20s when I first met my husband. And we had just been told that I had polycystic ovaries and that I hadn't had a period for a year and a half and I fucking tried to manifest like fertility and I fucking did it and I ended up getting pregnant. And I felt so terrified by it and I felt so overwhelmed by it and I wasn't ready for it. And I'm so thankful that in this country we have the ability to provide health care for women like me um that you know we're not all perfect we all make mistakes like I said earlier it's not always that we are raped by our fucking family member or our baby has a horrific congenital condition sometimes it's just that there was a mistake or that birth control doesn't work for you and so I feel really passionately about helping women that are not as fortunate as me and perhaps don't have the finances or don't even have the transport to go and get emergency contraception or any contraception and anyway if you can donate to any of those charities it's keepourclinics.org or what's the other one I said abortionfunds.org that's one I donated to or you can simply hashtag whatever the reason and if I feel brave enough I will make a post on Instagram saying hashtag whatever the reason and put my thoughts maybe a little bit more eloquently there um, but it is something I feel really passionately about I feel like I was able to fully live my life after that experience and that I took every opportunity that came to me and to be honest I would not have been a good mum in my 20s I'd have left my baby in a club or something and I realise now how hard it is to have children and my heart goes out to all of these women that don't have the resources or the finances to be able to get themselves out in this situation. And I wish there was more I could do to help. And I don't know what else to do. But um, the only thing I can think of is sharing it on this podcast. So anyway, that is enough about abortions. <laughs> this is not an abortion podcast. This is a law of attraction podcast. She is one bottle of rosé wine deep. She's had very emotional conversations with her dick appointment about how we potentially might both be avoidant people and that we're not looking for our soulmates. I don't know what's happening here. Anyway, today I'm talking about it is okay to change your mind. So we often discover the law of attraction and get really excited and start to manifest and write goal lists and start to manifest things. And this is before we've done any real sort of self-development. And so our goals are going to reflect that. And I know that my goals definitely reflected that when I first discovered the law of attraction. So I read The Secret back, 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 way when, maybe 2009, 2010. And my main goal, my main priority in life was to get married. For me, that was like the most important thing. I wanted to get married. That was it. I wanted to be a wife. I wanted a husband. I wanted to live with someone. I wanted to have children. 
Lord knows that was my goal, right? And a lot of it was very superficial. Like the list of things that I had for my husband was very superficial because I'd never lived with a guy before. I had never had that experience. And so that was the most important thing to me at that time. You know, another goal in the past was to own a salon. And that is something that I worked really, really hard on. And I eventually achieved that goal in maybe 2012. I can't quite remember because like I say, I'm a bottle of rosé wine deep. Um, But I achieved that goal. And for two years, I worked in my salon. I loved it. I really enjoyed that process of setting it up, um, making the business grow and all that kind of stuff. But you know what happened to that salon in the end? Well, the pandemic happened and they made beauty fucking illegal because we're ruled by the patriarchy and men were allowed to get their hair cut, but women were not allowed to have their lashes done. And it fucked me, man. Like it fucked me up. And when it all came right, I had two extra children and I decided, you know what, a salon in a different county from where I live with my three children it ain't for me and I ended up giving that salon away um I didn't make any money from it whatsoever I literally gave it to somebody and does that mean that that goal of wanting to own my own salon was a mistake or was it simply that I had grown and evolved and I changed my mind and what I wanted and what was going to serve me in my life was different So you could look back at these past goals of wanting to marry somebody specifically and wanting to own a salon. And obviously, both of these things in my life are no more. So does that mean that these were failures? Well, hell no. These were just on the journey of discovery in my life. These were all a part of my journey. This was all a part of my learning to get me to where I am and where I continue to go. So the reason I decided to talk about this today is because this is something that's really affected me recently. And I love to talk about things that are happening in my life real time, like live and direct, because I feel like if I leave it too long, I just won't give a shit anymore. Do you know what I mean? So I have been documenting my dream house progress on Instagram. If you're not following me already, what are you doing with your life? I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And I've been documenting my progress of how basically I ended up selling my house. I didn't even mean to sell my house so quickly. It just kind of happened. And I was put under a lot of pressure to find my dream home. And it got to the point where I was even posting notes into doors of houses in the village that I liked because there were no big houses in the village coming up for sale at all like there was nothing and so somewhat under pressure I ended up revisiting a new build estate on in the village for like three or four times and in the end I found a plot that was kind of south facing kind of had an okay garden and I fell in love with the house and I reserved it and I was like oh my god guess what guys I went to view this luxury development and I've ended up like just buying one and I originally did it to kind of you know like when we've if you're in the book club you'll know like we've done all of these wealth books and they say that you need to go and test drive these things so if you have like your dream car you go and test drive it before you are even ready to buy it or if you want to live in a certain neighborhood you go and view houses in that neighborhood before you're ready to buy so I was very much like do you know what 
I have always like I've in my whole lifetime I've bought a flat in London and I've bought a house here and both times it's been very very much like bottom of the market like I feel like my flat was one of the cheapest flats in London at the time when I bought it and my house was the cheapest house in the village when I bought it. So I've always been looking at the kind of the bottom of the market and I was like, Do you know what? I need to see what half a million pounds looks like. Like I need to know what that looks like. I need to know what it feels like. And I need to start acting as if. So of course, this is a very powerful part of manifestation. When you start to take action and you act as if, it fucking happens. So before I knew it, I'd literally put a reservation fee down on this new build house and I was fucking buying it. I was picking tiles. I was picking taps. I was literally putting data points in the garage. I was doing the whole sheer bang. So the whole time I felt really um, like a niggling feeling. My dream was always to buy like an older property within my village that was on a big plot that I could extend, that I could renovate, that I could make amazing. But nothing like that was coming up. And so I bought this new build plot that was basically, it was going to look its best on the day that I moved in. That was the best it was ever going to be. The plots were so small that there was never going to be any opportunity to extend. There was never going to be any opportunity to make the house better. There was never going to be an opportunity to do a garden building. It was just, it was what it was. And I found myself, and this is a lesson to all of you right now, you will know this niggling feeling. If you feel a niggling, doubting feeling when you are manifesting something, if you've picked a manifestation and you get this niggling feeling, you have to listen to it, even if it's painful to listen to it. I've had this within my marriage. I've had it in relationships. I've had it in houses. I've had it in all sorts of things where it does not feel right. And if you're really honest with yourself, you know it's not right. You know it's not right, but you're too scared to admit it. That was me with this house. I was so scared that I put down about 10 to 20,000 pounds in reservation fees, in buying fucking gold taps because I hate chrome, <laughs> in buying certain tiles, in like converting the garage to an office, all these things, right? I was so scared of like upsetting the estate agent and upsetting the uh, building developer that as time went on, one or two little houses came up in the village. And I say little, they're not little, they're big. These two, two big houses came up in the village that were exactly the type of properties that I was looking for on big plots with gardens four or five times bigger than what I was looking at with houses that were bigger and they were cheaper. I'm talking like a hundred and hundred and fifty thousand pounds cheaper than this new build, right? So I just went to have a look because we were doing the book Positively Wealthy in the book club and it was all about opening up and not being scared of limitations and stuff. And I was like, do you know what? I owe it to myself. This is the biggest purchase I'm ever going to make in my life. I need to make sure that I know this is the right thing. So I went 
and I viewed this old house that is the ugliest fucking house you've ever seen. It is like 1980s yellow brick. The extension is done in a brick colour that is so fucking different, but they've tried to match it. I don't know if the builder was blind. I don't know what was going on. They've put shutters on some windows. They haven't put them on others, but they're not actual shutters. They're like cosmetic shutters. So they're just nailed to the wall. It's just like a, it's a fucking shit show. Like this house is the ugliest house you've ever seen in your life, right? And I went and saw it and I fell in love. Just the way that I fell in love with my ugly little flat above a pub in London that everyone was like you're buying this this shit and I turned it into something amazing and we'll be back after a quick break hi this is Ross the host of smells like humans each week we talk about the curious things that people do fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends if you like light-hearted conversation personal stories and a hint of psychology Chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. As soon as I admitted it, and I was like I basically had the balls to admit that this is what I want. I want a renovation project. I want something that I can grow into. I'm an expansive person. I'm constantly expanding. I'm constantly earning more. I'm constantly doing more. I need a house that can grow with me like that. Like imagine if I bought that new build. That's me static for the next 10, 20 years, right? But this new, this other house, like this old ugly yellow house, like if I wrote a best-selling book and I earned a load of money, I could put a pool in the back garden. If I decided I wanted a office, like an office garden building, I could fucking do that. If I wanted to do an extension, I could do that. If I wanted to convert the garage, I could do that. And as an expansive person, and that's what I'm saying about my future, I'm speaking it into existence. I am expansive. I am going to be constantly evolving. I can't have a static house. And of course, because I've put this on my Instagram stories and I've been very like sherry with it, um, I had the whole fear of are people going to judge me because I've changed my goal? Are people going to judge me because I've changed my manifestation? And this in itself was a whole lesson of it doesn't matter whether it's a partner, if it's a husband, if it's a job that you really wanted, if it's a business that you've started, if it's a house, no matter what it is, you need to be honest with yourself if your goals and your priorities have changed. If you have changed your mind, if you have decided that this is not for you anymore, you need to honor yourself and keep in your alignment. Because when you're not in alignment, everything will feel a struggle. When you are not in alignment, everything will feel like you're swimming in fucking treacle. And as soon as you snap back into that alignment, everything will flow so, so easily. So your body will give you signs if it's not in alignment for you. For me, it was definitely disinterest and no excitement. So 
I had these building developers constantly messaging me saying, you need to come into this kitchen warehouse to like have a design meeting to design your kitchen. And I remember feeling like it was the biggest task in the world to choose a fucking farrow and ball colour that I wanted my kitchen painted in. And for me, I just felt so uninspired and uninterested and just, I felt like, this is supposed to be my dream. Like this is my dream house. This is my dream kitchen. Why don't I give a shit? Like, why don't I care? These are the signs that you need to look out for that this is not in alignment with you. And ironically, since I've gone and looked at this ugly house and I've put an offer in and it's pretty much been accepted, I literally find myself on Instagram at all hours of the day looking at renovation projects, looking at house before and afters. And I'm so excited to turn this house into exactly what it is that I want and that I envision. And it feels good to finally be back in alignment with what I want. So I want to give you a couple of reasons of why it's not just okay, but it's a great thing to change your mind. Number one is that you are changing. It's not just your mind that's changing, but you are changing. You are constantly evolving, especially if you are doing self-development work. You are constantly changing and evolving as a person. So your goals and your desires that you may have made a year ago may not resonate with you now at all. Just because you said when you were in university that you wanted to become a teacher, it doesn't mean you have to stick with that for your whole adult life. You're okay to change your mind. You have grown as a person. You've had more life experience. You've had more years on this planet. And it is perfectly okay to decide that something else is in the higher good for you and that you simply change your fucking mind. Number two is that we are hardwired to dislike uncertainty. So just like me with the house, or you could give, for example, me with my ex-husband. We like the status quo, even if the status quo is shit. Even if it's bad and it's doing us harm, we much prefer knowing what is coming to us. What did Kylie Minogue sing? Better the devil you know. Does anyone remember that? Better the devil you know. That was a fucking classic song. I feel like they play that in every gay bar I've ever been to. But it is better the devil you know. We are happier and more content in negative situations that we feel comfortable in and that we know about rather than uncertain situations that we don't yet know everything about and we're kind of uncertain what will happen, how will it be. Even if it's better for us, we are scared of it. And that's because of evolution. Evolution keeps us safe by teaching us to avoid risk taking. And that is purely for our safety. And that is something that is just in our evolution. It's in our fucking lizard brain. We can't help it. Number three is that Changing your mind means that you are committed to being in alignment and providing the best life for yourself possible. So some people are in jobs that they hate and relationships that they hate and houses that they hate and cities that they hate. And they don't do anything about it because they feel like, "Mm, I made my bed, I've got to lie in it. But if you change your mind and if you have the courage to change your mind, it means that you are committed to pursuing your purpose. You are committed to finding what is in alignment for you and living your your best life. So please don't be ashamed of that. 
Number four is please don't feel like you are wasting your time by changing your mind. You are not wasting your time. Sometimes changing your mind brings the clarity that we need to a situation and it brings us a lesson that would have taken years to fucking learn in theory. So I can again liken this to my ex-husband and that house, right? By being involved with both of those things, it taught me exactly what I don't want in a partner or in a house. And unless I'd had that experience, I would never have known it. Anyway, (laughs) I hope that's helped, guys. Um, I'm going to admit, your girl is struggling. It is currently 1am. I have drunk an entire bottle of rosé wine. I've had a very... um, A very strange night. I'm going to be honest with you. Those in the book club will know the entire journey of my dick appointment. Basically, in June, I wanted to manifest a um, regular, commitment-free arrangement with somebody that I found attractive. And it happened on day two. I don't know what to tell you. Positively Wealthy was a wild month. It literally happened after two and a half years of a dick drought on day two. And... It is shifting some things for me. It's it's really showing me some things that I thought were 100% true and what I wanted in my life. And let's just say it's got a little bit deep tonight if, in more ways than one. Anyway, um, that is the end of today's podcast. Fucking hell, I don't know how the hell this is going to turn out. Um, something I wanted to mention before I go is that I have launched a range of subliminals. So I have launched my first four, which are success, wealth, self-love and abundance. They are an hour and 11 minutes each. And I'm so excited about them because subliminals is something that I use on a daily basis. But something that I find really difficult is finding subliminals that you trust. So it's really difficult. Like I don't trust ones that I find on YouTube. The Pretty much the only one I've found that I've trusted has been Denise Duffield Thomas's. And even that is a bit of a ball lake to access. Um, but I don't trust these ones on YouTube because they could be saying anything to you. There's been reports of people having very negative affirmations in there. Um, and I just don't feel comfortable listening to those and giving over my subconscious brain to someone I don't know. So hopefully you guys do trust me. <laughs> I haven't put anything crazy in there like make Jeremy Corbyn King. I don't know. Like I've not put anything like that in there. But what I have put in, which I've never heard before in any of the other subliminals that I've heard of, is that I've put the most powerful affirmation in the world, which is something that we learn about when we um, learn about EFT, the emotional freedom technique. And that is that I deeply and completely love and accept myself exactly as I am. That is the most powerful affirmation in this universe that you can say. And so I have sprinkled that in amongst all of the affirmations, both the success, the wealth, the self-love and the abundance. I've sprinkled it in amongst all of them at least a 100 times. And so I truly believe that that will have a massive impact on you. Subliminals, you have to listen to as much as you can every day if possible. I tend to do it when I'm doing like hanging laundry out or having a bath or putting the children to bed. Like if I'm doing something where I can listen to something in the background without it taking up any extra brain space, I'm basically all about those lazy manifesting hacks. So um, if you want to go and find those, they are on my website, francescaamber.com. And I can't believe how many I've 
like sold already it's been insane like you guys have been going wild for them um so yeah you can find them there and there will be a new range coming out in about two or three weeks and they will involve fertility so many of you have messaged me saying please will you do one for fertility yes 100% I will do them for fertility it is by someone that hopefully I hope you can trust I'm not going to put anything weird in there um there's no intro um so I love listening to Paul Bronson's affirmations but basically you have to skip the first fucking eight minutes of the podcast session and then it's only like eight minutes long so you have to keep rewinding so basically I've tried to get rid of all of those issues there's no intro there's no faff there's no fluff it's straight into the affirmations and they're an hour and 11 minutes long so you don't have to keep taking it back to the beginning and re-listening you can just let that shit play and of course I have added the most powerful affirmation in the world I deeply and completely love and accept myself exactly as I am and I truly believe that I have such a massive impact on you guys if you listen to it every single day so what else do I have to tell you? This month in the book club, we are doing The Happy Home by Patricia Lohan. No relative of Lindsay Lohan, I've already asked. Um, and it is incredible. It is honestly an incredible book. I truly feel like there is so much power in taking an action and taking an intention and combining them. So if you declutter with intention or if you clean your front door with intention, it has massive, massive effects. And so we've been doing some crazy shit already. We've been cleaning our windows. We've been setting up our front doors to be like the most inviting for good energy. We have been writing love letters to our house. We have been writing out all of our negative memories of the house and burning that shit. It's been a wild old ride, but we're only on part three so if you want to come and join us and catch up you totally can I'll leave the link in the bio or again you can go and check out my website uh, francescaamber.com but yeah the book club is something to behold it is honestly such a magical place to be and um, the community is incredible the books that we choose are incredible the practice is incredible honestly come and join us you won't regret it anyway I'm about to go and pass out so um I'm gonna go hopefully this podcast is do you know what I think I'm gonna leave this now what time is it 1am and I'm gonna set my alarm for 5am how Elrod will be so proud of me and I'm going to listen to this when I'm sober. And if this doesn't come out, it's because I'm like, oh, Lord, I can't release this. And if it comes out, do you know what? It is what it is. We're just going to have to fucking deal with it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I've been dignitized. Anyway, I'll see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um 
cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go, or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com